Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you for another beautiful morning, another good day. We thank you for the rain. We thank you for the sunshine. We thank you for the peace we have experienced in our sleep through the night. We thank you, Father, that you are with us, that you never leave us, and you have called us back to you again this morning to be with you. In fact, you said you are always with us and you will never leave us, Jesus. So you never really went away from us. But right now, we are again before you in prayer, in communion with you. And we want to share this quiet time with you praying. Connecting with you in our hearts. To draw from you and drink from you again our father, our mother. We have come to receive from you again, Father. We thank you for calling us by name to come spend this time with you. And we want to give back of that time that you gave us this new day that you have added to our life as our thanksgiving, as our worship, pleasing and acceptable to you, Father, as our prayer, as our gift. Of our hands, we give to you what you give to us, the new lease of time in this day and the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts every time we are with you, Father. We share that with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. And at this time, in a special way, we remember all our brothers and our sisters across both those warring nations in Russia and in Ukraine that are living in fear, that are living in danger with a clear present threat over their lives. We ask for your mercy, Father, and your grace to touch your wisdom, to touch the leaders of these two countries and the others around the world. That they might amicably come up with a solution of peace. That there is no bloodshed. Lives are not lost. We ask for mercy, Father. We ask for your intervention. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and with all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those <clears throat> that are called Christians but have not yet encountered you in their lives. You are not yet real to them. And with all those that have willingly turned away from you and do not want to be associated with you in any way. And yet your heart bleeds for them because they are your children. We ask for mercy. We ask for quickening, Father. Do not let your presence tarry. But let your children come back to you. And receive an entry back into their father's house, into the kingdom. Receive their gift of salvation, their gift of eternal life that they might no longer be heading towards eternal damnation and not know about it either. 
that the revelation of your message, your gospel, be made real to them, Father. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The ancient of days, the God of peace. The one, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The God of hope, the God of patience. The God who is a consuming fire that purifies, that sanctifies. The father of lights. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the rock of ages, the lion of Judah. The author and the finisher of our faith, the door, the way to the father. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus. That brings us his very nature that makes Jesus real to us. The one who raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to our mortal body, our spirit that is awakened, that is given life. The one who draws us to you, who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father, the one who makes the word come alive through his revelation. He has made his tabernacle in our body, in our soul. It is he who intercedes for us. It is he who advocates and teaches us. He is our strengthener, our standby. The one who quickens us and heals us from our backsliding. Father, we thank you for the gift of your son to us, the gift of your spirit. We thank you for the gift of angels. You bankrupted heaven and you gave everything for our sake that we might not be lost. But that we might find our way back into the kingdom, into the house of my father. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with an experience of your love. <clears throat> that no matter how much that wickedness takes over us, there is some part of us that still carries that human love. And you want that to be magnified. More of the character of Jesus to be magnified in us. And all of our own wickedness, our own selfishness be diminished and decreased. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. You have provided us with food on our table, with a roof over our head. You give us destiny, help us when we fall short. You pour your grace. You are ever willing to give your mercy to us when we repent and remember our sins no more. We thank you, Father, that you are so much focused and invested on our salvation. That you are not willing to let any of us go. Yet you respect all our will when we choose to turn away from you. When we choose to rebel and disobey your will. We choose to hurt you. And yet your love for us remains the same. For all the times we have gone against you, Father, we ask for mercy. We ask for forgiveness. We surrender ourselves to you, all our faculties, our body and our soul and our spirit. We bring under your control, Father, so that during this prayer we are rejuvenated, revived. There is a renewal in our spirit. 
And through that renewal, Lord, we are able to make changes to our fleshly life. That we no longer do things the way we used to do them. And we now walk with the revelation that comes from your word and the strength that comes from your spirit. To walk by the spirit and not fulfill the wicked lust of the flesh. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you are doing a new thing now in our lives. And today, we reflect on controlling our tongue. Proverbs 13 verse 3 says, Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. But he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. James 1 verse 26 says, If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. And that all too common one that is sung almost like an anthem. Proverbs 18 verse 21 which says, Life and death are in the power of your tongue. It is what you speak will bring life, will bring abundance. Or if we speak sinful, then it could bring destruction. God used the word to speak life into the earth, into creation. What are you using your word for? It is time for us to examine that and examine it every day and every word we speak. In Matthew 12, verse 36, and that entire chapter is a very powerful teaching. I would recommend everyone reading the whole chapter and meditating on it. Jesus said, on the day of judgment, people will have to give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified. and By your words, you will be condemned. But do we even think twice before we speak? before we abuse someone, before we curse someone, before we speak ill about them. Most of the times, even behind their backs, bitching about them. Filthy language has become embedded into every sentence in our spoken language. And let's look at why it is so. In Matthew 12, verse 34, and again in Matthew 15, verse 18, Jesus says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Our words are a reflection of our thoughts in our heart. Proverbs 23, verse 7 says, A man thinks in his heart, and so he is, as he thinks in his heart. It is important for us to evaluate our thoughts. And if you want to evaluate how good or bad you are as a person in your heart, listen to yourself, to the words that you normally speak every day, and you will know. James 3 verse 6 says, The tongue is set on fire by hell.
So in the way we speak about ourselves, about our family, about others, about situations, tells us what the condition or the status of our heart is. Many a times, we are pronouncing curses on our own families. Unknowingly, and without paying much attention to it. So it is important for us to control our tongue and to be very alert and attentive to every thought that comes that rapidly that we need to fire it out of our mouth. That is how the evil one works. He generally tries to get us to speak on impulse. And so self-control is important. We reflected on self-control yesterday. And a few days earlier, we reflected on the fruit of the Spirit. That is the effect of His presence in us and how it brings about change. Self-control is one of those. And so the first thing in overcoming our tongue is to seek the Holy Spirit and wait on Him. Surrender to Him and let Him take over till His fruit of self-control starts to manifest in us. We need to ask for it. Ask for that gift. Dizzy says, desire the gifts. It is not just the gifts of healing and miracle. It is also these, the fruit. And we need to make conscious effort to then look at what are we going to do to partner with him in manifesting that fruit. The next thing is to follow what the Bible teaches us about controlling our tongue and to do it then. And here are a few bits of advice that I have gleaned from different sections of the Bible. The first one, Colossians 4 verse 6 says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Choose your words when you speak and always only to edify others. Any negativity should be stopped. We need to slow down. Proverbs 10 verse 19 says, When words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. That is, speak less and only when required. The more we speak, the more frequent we speak, and the more faster we speak, the, difficult, the more difficult it gets to control the content of that speech. Number three, Matthew 12, verse 33. Jesus said, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. And we have seen how to evaluate that by looking at the fruit of our speech. We will know what's in our heart. That tree here is your heart and the fruit is your spoken word. The more you read and meditate on God's word, the more you are able to renew your mind. Your thoughts are shaped by what you feed into your heart. Are we feeding bitterness? Are we feeding hatred through social media, through movies, through any other influence? 
what are we feeding into our hearts? And yesterday we looked, while looking at self-control, we looked at the soul being made up of this, the intellect, the will, and emotions. Are we stirring up that emotion to affect how that soul will respond? Your thoughts are shaped by what you feed into your heart. And it is that. And as that builds up, your words change accordingly. Make sure you're feeding your heart with the word of God. So that your thoughts are filled by that word of God. And every other thought that is not from the word is removed away from that space. James 3 verse 3 says, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Start by putting bits of the word of God into our thoughts and then feed ourselves with that constantly. Until our thoughts of filth are removed from our soul and are replaced by the word of God. It is a process. It will not happen overnight. Number four, Proverbs 26, verse 20. For lack of wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no whisper, quarreling ceases. Cut that whisper or murmur from your conversation, from your thinking. So that you are not fueling any fire within you. You are not stirring up any anger or any kind of emotionally triggered reaction to others' words. Number five, Proverbs 15 verse 4 says, A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Keep away from perverse language and thoughts so that we are not destroying whatever the word is producing in us. How do we do that? As Romans 12 verse 2 says, by renewing our mind through the word of God. So as we keep reading the word, we keep renewing our mind, whatever we understand and as the Holy Spirit points out to us, parts of our thinking, we get rid of those. We cut off every negative thought and take it captive to make it obedient to Christ. This is 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. That's exactly what we do while we renew our mind. And then replace it with good thoughts that come from the word of God. You may even have to cut off certain friendships at times in order to cut off the source of that wickedness. Keep people that have a corrupting influence on you far away. Number six, and this one is the most important one. The Bible teaches us in James 1 verse 19. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. But what do we normally do? 
we are quick to anger first. We don't hesitate to speak and give someone a mouthful without even understanding or caring to understand their viewpoint. And hearing, well, we don't even want to hear anything from anyone. The first thought that comes is, why should I accept what they said? Why should I even listen to them? Does that sound familiar? If so, we need to start working on it. Like he said, in that very same order, quick to hear, to listen first. Be slow to speak so that we are not retorting back with poison from our hearts. But we're thinking through and through wisdom, we speak words that do words that only reflect what the Bible says. And be slow to anger. We ask the Holy Spirit for that gift of patience. We try to find out the truth. And if we feel like we just want to react to that situation, then we need to be quiet. It is difficult. It takes a lot of renewing of the mind. It does take fasting as well, probably verbal fasting this time, so that we are able to build a resilience over one of the toughest organs in our body to control, our tongue. If what we hear angers us and we feel like giving the other person a mouthful, we need to stop and think. Who is it that you would be cursing? Is it your family member? More often than not, it likely is. A family member or a close friend. The closer that relationship, the worse those curses get. The greater is the anger. That's how Satan works. We need to think again. Slow down. Being quiet in that situation is better than cursing someone we love and then regretting the destruction that it has brought in that relationship, in our own peace of mind as well. What is it that is more important to us? Is it that cursing and that anger at that instant or the person in the longer term and our relationship with them in the longer term? What is more important to us is what we need to be thinking at that moment. 1 Peter 3 verse 10 says, whoever desires the, to love life, and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. We need to spend more time with the Holy Spirit as well. And then watch our words. Pray for grace to turn away from that language. To give it up, to surrender it to him. And let him work the impact of his word within us. So that as his word stirs in every other part of our vocabulary that is wickedness personified is removed from our system. And most importantly, as Proverbs 4 verse 23 then says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Watch your thoughts. What are you accepting into your heart? Just like Romans chapter 12 says, do not conform. In verse 2, 
do not conform to the wicked ways of the world is that really influencing my heart the way people interact on social media the way we speak and is accepted as a common norm in language guard your heart is that really taking an influence of you do you want to fit in or do you want to answer to your conscience and think and be sure that you are still on the right side and the right standing with your spirit and with god father in the name of jesus i pray that each of us reflects on our own language and as we look into our own hearts and assess our thoughts and our speech that is connected with those thoughts we ask for the grace father to cut off everything that is of evil in there everything that is wickedness and is not in alignment with your word and your will to cut it all off from our tongue so that way the way you say you know the thoughts that you think towards us they are thoughts of progress of prosperity and to give us an expected end let us have that same open mind towards our brothers and our sisters so that all we think is edification of others and if we cannot bless them then we stay quiet and we pray for them and we pray for ourselves as well so that in the process lord we grow and we mature in the spirit and it is our spirit that controls how our flesh reacts and responds in every such situation that is a provocation we ask for that edification in our spirit lord today and i believe you are touching all these hearts that make this prayer today father that that transformation in our tongue starts right now there is renewal there is revival until it is complete until it is no longer i but jesus who speaks through me we thank you father and as we pray for spiritual growth we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families our friends and every request that has been made on the prayer group for all those that are battling sickness and disease we pray for all families as well that are battling separation we pray for every family that is part of this brisbane prayer group and we cover them with your precious blood lord we put on their angels and dispatch them on assignments according to the need which aligns with your will we call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of these every member of these families and to keep them safe from harm sin danger accident injury pilfering theft hijacking and terrorism we command that angelic protection we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives and we ask for your yoke breaking anointing father to touch these lives in the name of jesus and under his authority we declare every such chain over their lives broken would like us to take a moment to remember the ones that we are personally praying for that are struggling with these strongholds and there might be some in our own lives as well that we are seeking to get rid of we pray for all those that are seeking new jobs that are struggling with their finances 
We pray for all those that are victims of war, that are victims of abuse, those that are refugees, that are seeking safety, victims of discrimination of any kind. We ask you to cover them with your mercy, Father. Let your light shine upon each of these. We pray in a special way for our sister Shanin and our brother Savio that will lead us through this day's teaching in our Bible study session this evening. We ask for your special protection over them, Father. That you guide their thoughts and you fill them with your word. And as they lead us through your gates, into your tabernacle, Lord. Let your anointing touch their lives and fill them. And through that anointed session of praise and worship and the teaching this day, Father, there be many healings and miracles that take place. We thank you, Father, for your presence that hovers over these prayer meetings. And through them this day, Lord, let many more lives be blessed. We ask for that transformation and we receive it in the name of Jesus in faith. We ask for wisdom. We ask for understanding. And we ask you to protect everything that connects their lives. Their families, their homes, their finances, their businesses, their jobs. Their estates. Their friends. Everything that is connected with them, Lord. We pray for an abundance and a growth in their lives. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Especially those members of our family and our friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their gift of salvation. Quicken them, O Father, and they shall call on your name and be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard every request that we have raised today. You always hear us. And as we release our faith, it is you, O Holy Spirit, that intercedes for us and is praying with us now in agreement. That hovers over those situations and gives hope and gives life into everything that is void and formless. We now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift you have given us. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your faith, start speaking and let the Holy Spirit take over your tongue. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> 
Sata 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture I've been given today is Ephesians 4, 29 to 32. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for edifying, as fits the occasion, that it may impart grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, in whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from James chapter 5, verses 14 to 16, where it is written, Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. 
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a reminder to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you find these teachings and reflections shared are transforming your life, subscribe to our YouTube channel and share those videos with others so that many more can be blessed as well. You can use whatever social media platforms you want to share them. Brother Savio's reflections, the powerful reflections are shared even on our Facebook page. Please go there and like that page and Press the share button so that others in your contact circles can also be blessed by what is bringing transformation in you. Also a reminder about our topic for our Bible study session this evening. The topic this evening is overcoming the spirit of fear. In this session, we will learn how to resist the temptation of fear. It's a very powerful eye-opening topic for this evening. And I believe it will help transform the way we look at situations and the way we pray as well. Please share. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube on our Telegram group. Please share those with others. A brief program will also be put up there. Praise and worship starts from 5.30 p.m. followed by Confess Boldly Testimonies and the Bible teaching will start around 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Various time zones from around the world will also be included in that. Before we conclude, there's one more reflection that has been posted in the chat. I might just read that as well and then say the concluding prayer. This is from 1 Corinthians 3, chapter 3, verse 3, where it is written, For you are still of the flesh, for while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh? And behaving only in a human way. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his jealous love that brings his favor upon our life, that chases us and overtakes us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us carry our testimony and the gospel and share it with others, and bring glory to Jesus. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone, and we shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.